Well, welcome to the Loud and Live Sports Podcast. This is Matt O'Keefe from Loud and Live, and uh, I have the pleasure of being with, a first and foremost, a great friend of mine, uh, Nick Shaw from, from RP. Um, and uh, Nick is also uh, a, a, a very successful entrepreneur, a businessman in the, in the health and wellness space, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today. But first of all, I just want to say hello and welcome, Nick. Dude, thanks for having me on, man. It feels like it's been forever since I've been down to Miami, so I'm kind of missing it. Well, I'm not in Miami either. You, you know, we can get back together in Boston soon if you'd like. Ugh. Dude, I'm just looking to travel. I haven't traveled since uh, I don't know last December, man. I've been uh, I've been in Charlotte for a while, so I'm ready to get back out there. I think. <clears throat> All right. Well, I've been I've been back on the road a little bit, and it's uh, it's been it's been great. I missed it. Yeah, I was I was uh, in lockdown after being a weekly traveler. It was a it was a hard set set up for me for a bit. But uh, get out there, get on a plane. It's not that bad. Charlotte is actually. Can I tell you because I've flown a lot through there over the last few months. It's probably one of the busiest airports right now. Uniquely, I don't know why that is. Do people not care about COVID down there? I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't. I don't really go anywhere near the airport, man. I, uh, we've just been pretty, pretty much on lockdown for a while, but we're starting to kind of get back out there a little bit. I'm just happy, man. My kids are finally going back to school on Monday. We've been third and first grader. Like it's just rough and trying to run a business, work from home, all that stuff. It's, uh, it's been interesting, man. It's interesting year. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear that. Well, well, I'd love to talk about a few things with you. First of all, let's tell uh, our listeners a little bit about uh, you. Um, and I have a lot of experience with you, you know, many, many different angles. Um, you know, Nick is the founder and CEO of RP Strength. Um, you know, you started RP, uh, that journey back in 2012. But why don't you tell us a little bit about what that is for those who don't know, uh, how, you know, how it started and, and kind of where it's at today. Yeah, so my buddy and I, Dr. Mike Isertel, he's co-founder of RP with me. We're just a couple of meatheads, really, at the end of the day. We're just a couple of meatheads that like to lift. And I met him at the University of Michigan, which is where I went. It's uh, in my background, a little bit of a roughier there, so we won't talk we'll about leave, that too We'll much. leave that one alone. <laughs> we'll leave that one alone quite a bit. Um, we met in the weight room, and you know, we just always loved fitness, loved the idea of you know pushing ourselves, getting better, tested a lot of stuff on ourselves, diet training, all that good stuff. Uh, learned a lot. Uh, both graduated, went out to New York City, were personal trainers, kept up the same thing, just same idea, just kept learning, practicing, tweaking stuff on ourselves. Uh, eventually got to the point, he went back to get his PhD. Um, boy, I don't know, back then, 2010, 2011. I don't, know, I don't even know if Instagram was a thing back then, but we started doing some online coaching. Um, it did really well. We kind of grew from there. We got into some eBooks, and once we sort of saw that, we we're like, "All right, well, this is something we need to probably do more of." Came out with a diet templates like way back in February of 2015, so it's been a while. And just over time, that's uh, just the idea of keep getting better over time, keep improving. Eventually, led to us creating an app, and so now we have the RP Diet Coach app, which you know instead of paying a couple hundred dollars a month for a nutrition coach, you can go download that, and it's, you know, fifteen dollars a month to have a coach in your pocket. Very cool, and I, I'm I'm not only a friend, but I'm a client occasionally. You know, <laughs> when I want my abs to reappear, I hop back in. So, 
Uh, I can attest to Nick's product being in incredible um, and so friendly uh, and, and, and easy to use. So uh, if you haven't uh, had a chance to check out RP, you really should. Um, it's, it's definitely been, I've tried everything. I will tell you that. I can officially and confidently say that. And it's the one, you know, sort of diet or nutrition focused uh, program that I've been able to really stick to uh, when, when I want to. So um, thank you for that. In my whole family, by the way, I've had many of my family that have, have, have used it. So tell, 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 um, again, the listeners a little bit about, you know, I think you're, you're really humble in kind of your involvement in sport. You know, you, you know, you, you're very always quietly behind the scenes, but you, you have your tentacles everywhere. Um, you work with Olympic athletes, many other major sport athletes, uh, in some of the big four sports and, of course, a lot of CrossFitters. Um, so, you know, talk a little bit about that, you know, where, where you're at with that. You're not only a nutrition, you know, based program, but your performance nutrition based program. Yeah, we've definitely started in more of the performance realm and just kind of naturally, because that's such a small world, of course, performance nutrition. And really the thing that kind of opened the doors was getting in the CrossFit world. And, you know, I don't need to tell all you guys, people listening, but if you go into a CrossFit box and 200 members, let's say 10, 20, maybe compete. Everyone else just wants to get leaner. So that was a good segue for us into more just like general population. And it's, it's one of those things where if you're competing at the Olympics, if you're a Rich Froning, if you're Annie Thorstadter, you can use RP. But if you just want to lose 10, 15 pounds, you want to get in shape. I mean, like you said, it's, you want to dial things in a little bit and get in shape, you can use it. And you know, it always goes back to you know, not everyone can afford one-on-one -on -one coaching. It's more expensive. But our whole idea was, even with the templates, was, well, how do we make this idea, this process cheaper? And so we made it down into, you know, $100 template you can go buy. And then well, now what's better than that, right? So paper templates kind of like having a, a map, right? If you wanted to go back 20 years in time, people are having maps and, you know, drawing where they're going to go and all that. Or, or actually, you know, what? they would go to the internet, they would print off the step-by-step, turn-by-turn directions. Do you remember that? Oh, I do very well. Yeah. yeah. I, I navigated most of my life that way. D totally. So again, that's like the kind of idea that we had with the templates where we had this and it's fine. You can do that. Just like you could go do that now, I suppose. But what's easier? Turn by turn navigation. So people want GPS. You go to Google Maps, you go to Apple Maps, you know, whatever. You punch it in and it tells you everything. And, you know, you don't know if there's construction if you're running a paper map. Right? You don't know if roads are closed. GPS knows all that. Whereas like with the Diet Coach app, like that's what it does now. You punch in your goals. You tell it when you want to work out, when you sleep, how many meals you want per day. You can now tell if like, hey, you're busy from, you know, 12 to 4, like you're not going to get a meal then or whatever. So it's just like this hand-holding turn-by-turn direction for your nutrition goals. And, you know, it's what, 15 bucks a month? Just, that's the idea is make it more accessible to, to everyone. Really, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, and you've done that well. Yeah, the app is incredible. Um and I know that's been a, a big journey for you. And there's been a lot of work, hard work, blood, sweat, and tears put into that thing. Yeah, uh, totally. I, I that's a, that's a, it's a very accurate statement, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, for sure. Um, for anyone that doesn't know much about software, it's, um, and I didn't know too much until you know, a handful of years ago, it's just a whole different ballgame. And it's really tough. And you know, it's funny because we have this giant Facebook group. And you know, it's great because people give lots of feedback you know, pretty much instantly. And sort of everyone thinks that, you know, they want to think, hey, have you thought of this? It's like, yes, we, we've thought of all, pretty much all these things. 
but then it just comes down to prioritizing them, right? Like we don't have infinite resources. We're still a small business, you know, completely bootstrapped from day one. Like, yeah, we would love to, you know, hire 30 engineers, but like, it's just not possible. And even with that comes more issues. So, you know, it's just start, start small, keep improving, you know, every few months, new updates are coming out based on feedback and all that. So I mean, it's really cool because before with paper templates, you couldn't get a bunch of data either. Like now we can get data from the app that sort of shows like, hey, people that are more successful do these handful of things. People that are less successful do these handful of things. So now when people join the app, we can sort of give them some tips or some dungeons in the right direction. Like, hey, are you sure you want to try to lose that much weight? That might be really hard. Why don't you try this goal? People do that, then they're more successful. They get more momentum, more confidence. They keep going. It's like a win-win thing. How do you deal with the, you know, you're, you're, there's probably a lot of people like me, they'll come to you and be like, Hey, I, I want to, I want to get ripped in eight weeks. You know, like, I mean, you know, it's like a instant gratification culture really at this point, you know, what is, uh, you're, you're looking for, and I know, cause we've had these conversations, sustainability, lifestyle, sustainability, people that can, you know, integrate this as, you know, a part of their life forever. It isn't, you know, necessarily the, the path you would want somebody as a, a customer to Trent is, you know, hey, get ripped in eight weeks and now I'm ripped and I'll take some time off. That's not how your program works. Your program is a lifestyle program. Um, and I've experienced that. Yeah. You know, we all kind of bounce on and off, which is, I think, one of the coolest parts about Nick for you guys who are listening is the reality uh, that is, you know, integrated into what he applies to you from the nutrition side is is incredible because it, the reality is you're going to eat a candy bar every once in a while, and he knows this because um, I think it, it, you know, and it's it's not about all in; it's about you know building a process and plan and structure that's sustainable for the long term. But you probably have that, and I'm sure you convert a lot of clients that way. But you know, tell a little about that because I think that's really important. What's I think probably been one of the most attractive pieces for me is like, you get it, you know, and not that nutritionists don't, but I think there's the, um, this pie in the sky, you know, uh, value that nutritionists will often have, which is like, you know, complete compliance and it's not possible, you know? Yeah. So probably the biggest thing we have to talk about is just consistency is more important than perfection. Cause here's the thing. You nailed it. Instant gratification. People want results yesterday. Now, is that how it works? No. Like, you know that. And anyone in the CrossFit knows that. You don't walk into the gym day one, you know, add 100 pounds to your back squat. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. And I wish it did, right? I wish it worked like that. But it doesn't. So, you know, again, some of that goes back to the more data, the more people that use the app, the longer they use the app. We just we can pull in more information. We can get more cool stuff. And, you know, a lot of this stuff... I don't know of any study that can, you know, point to 10,000 successful completed diets. Like we have a big article out that did that. And it sort of listed like all the things that successful people did. That's really cool information. So you can just get all this. And it's like, if we can now tell people this when they start the app, we can sort of point them in the direction that says, hey, instead of trying to go from zero to 100, let's try to go zero to 30, zero to 40, get you some momentum, keep going, do well, and then build upon that. And it's like, Again, think long-term, not just short-term, right? Like most successful people, yes, they want results and they want it quick, but they sort of realize that's not possible. They think, you know, in terms of, let's say six months or 12 months, right? Like, you know, take a high-level athlete. They probably have a year-long plan. They get done with the big competition like the CrossFit Games. Well, now it's like, okay, now we move into this phase. And then after that phase, we'll move into the next phase. They're not just thinking, well, you know, 
how do I win the CrossFit Games tomorrow? It's like, no, like there's a plan in place. So hopefully that's part of it, just kind of education in people and just sort of explaining them. But it is tough because everyone wants that. And there's a lot of people out there that are trying to sell that and, and not in the, not in our realm, not really in the CrossFit circles, but like general population. You get out there and you see all sorts of just dumb stuff. That's really what we're competing against because people want that. And then people are out there trying to sell it, of course. So, so it's a little back and forth. What do you mean? I can't just take hydroxy cut and lose 20 pounds. <laughs> you, I mean, I get it. I tell you, I've tried everything. I've tried everything. Yeah. You know, you, it, it, it is one of those unique things that, you know, I think, you know, as you get older too, you look back at and just think how dumb you were in either approach or the fact that you don't focus on it. It is the one thing that I think is like most in your control on a daily basis that can lengthen, improve uh, so many facets of your life, right? It's like, you know, how I sleep is directly correlated to how I eat, like bar none baseline, right? I mean, I know it, I feel it. Uh, you've helped me become more in tune with a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think it's fascinating. What I think is, you know, and what I want to talk a lot about is, you know, what your most recent project, your book. And I think what, you know, um, people will learn and, and, you know, you, you know, with taking the opportunity to, to engage, you know, RP and, and work with you guys is, um, you know, you, it is very well thought out. Well done. You're a very successful entrepreneur, business person, and you've chosen to really share some of that with the world with your with your new project with Fit for Success. And I and I do want to talk mostly about that because uh, I think it's important. Um, you know, you have uh, that simplicity approach to you know how people should really focus on their nutrition, and um, it's what I think helps has helped you be very successful on the business side as well. Um, what inspired this book? You know, um, you know, you, you know, have a lot to share. I've always felt that way. We, you know, we, we talk, you know, a bit and in, in, in business related, like, you know, this is exciting for, for someone like me to kind of get a little bit of a gateway into your brain and how you've built such a very successful business. How, you know, what, 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 what was the kick in the ass on this? A couple things. So one, you know, 2020 has been a rough year. 2020 has also been a rough year for everyone. Like not just me personally, um, real quick, if we go back to January, my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, um, had surgery in February, started chemo in March. I went with her to the first one right after that. And then what happened? COVID hit, quarantine hit, shelter in place hit. It just seemed like there was all this bad stuff happening. And it would have been very easy to just take the victim approach and just been like, oh, woe is me, woe is us. We were just dealt a bad hand. Let's just have a pity party. And I don't know about you, but I don't like that mindset. I just no matter what happens to me, like I'm going to try to take things by, you know, grab the bull by its horn, so to speak. And, you know, I just got to thinking, I had been doing sort of all this you know, kind of reading in the back end and formulating all these ideas. And, you know, I've been able, been super fortunate to work with some of the best athletes in the world. And you just, you can see the things that they do that make them successful. And I've sort of been obsessed with like, what makes people really successful ultimately? And you take these principles from working with lots of clients seeing lots of clients, right? Working with the top athletes, you know, reading a ton. You sort of get all this ideas and I had them down and I thought to myself, well, 2020 is going to be a rough year for everyone. I know a lot of people are struggling, trying to overcome adversity, all that. Well, what are all these common themes that make people successful? So that's why I really wanted to get the book out before the end of the year because, I mean, every single person in the world, right, has been impacted by COVID and just the general year. So I think a lot of people are struggling and, you know, I kind of relate to my own story 
story, right, with my own family. And, you know, we had to homeschool two kids on top of everything else. Like, it's been a really rough year. But I still wanted to make something good come of 2020. And so I think this book is going to be that. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Read it. It's 150 pages. You can read it in an afternoon if you're on a flight. And there's just some simple takeaways. And if you read it, you'll sort of just get the ideas of like, hey, here's what needs to be done. Here's some simple take-home messages at the end of each chapter. And boom, you do that. Like, you can make a lot of good come of 2020, no matter what hand you were dealt. Great. Talk a little bit about the, the, the framework of it. You know, um, you know, what, what, what is it? What are the key components? Now I know, you know, you outline habits, right? What are those habits? And, and, you know, why did you pick those talk? You know, we want people to read the book obviously, and they will get a lot more in it, but I think it's such an important piece of the book is you build this, you know, sort of pyramid for success. Yeah. Right. So everyone knows RP from the pyramid we have in our nutrition recovery books, things like that. So really, I sat down one day, I was like, wow, I think we can make the same with kind of an approach to you know, how you can overcome adversity or how you can become successful ultimately. Because no matter if you're a rich phoning anti-thorstad or if you're someone overcoming you know, a disease, whatever it is, like these same principles are going to apply. So there's seven of them. So you have to start with, with work ethic, right? Like no matter what you want to do, that's the most important part because that actually builds success. I mean, you know this, you can have the best ideas in the world, but what happens if you don't act on it? Nothing happens, right? Okay, so you have ideas, cool. Well, like you actually have to put them into place with hard work. So again, you're very familiar with that. And you know, Fraser, of course, is taglines, right? Like hard work pays off. So done, okay? That one's probably the easiest one. Uh, you actually mentioned this earlier. You talked about um, what you can control, right? So let's say COVID hits. Maybe you can't go to the gym, your gym's closed. What can you control? You can always control your nutrition, right? And now it's hard. I'm not saying these things are easy, of course. So internal locus of control refers to if you believe that you can impact things or if things just happen to you, right? So if things happen to you, you have an external locus of control. If you don't believe the things that you do matter, well, why are you going to take action in the first place? You're probably not. So you kind of get that, you know, learned helplessness. You're not going to take action. You're not going to do the hard work because you don't think it matters. So it relates perfectly to training and to nutrition because no matter what happens, yeah, you can't go to the gym. Can you do some body weight stuff at home? You betcha. You sure can. Of course you can. So that's number two, internal locus of control. Number three, I mean, super important. Uh, you guys are really familiar with, uh, with barbells for boobs, but when everything happened with my wife, yeah, I had a conversation with Z, and it's funny that the first two things she ever told me was, one, focus on the things that you can control. I was like, okay, yeah, makes sense. Two, you got to stay positive. I was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Well, that becomes pillars two and three. Like, kind of already had that idea in mind. She just reinforced it, and she's dealt with however many people that have had to deal with some of the worst stuff out there. So again, you just got to stay positive. It's number three. Um, number four is discipline. I mean, that's sort of self-explanatory a little bit. Number five, sort of your overall purpose and meaning, like why are you doing what you do? Right? I mean, we're all in the fitness space. It's hopefully easy for us. We love fitness. Uh, number six, failure, which I think is always an interesting one. It might be my favorite one because you, you read a book about success and you're like, well, why the hell do you want to talk about uh, failure? It's like, well, Everyone fails, right? So I, I fail every day, probably. Like I'm sure, I don't know, maybe you think the same, I don't know, but. I do, I do. It's such a key component to success. Yeah, I mean, Christ, oh, of course. If, if anybody's perfect out there, I'd love to know. Uh, Nobody is. Yeah, I mean, it, it is. Oh, hourly, there's something that comes up and you're only as good as, you know, how you handle that the next time it comes up, right? It's like, you know, uh, don't make that same mistake twice, right? 
Totally. And that's the whole idea behind it. It's not that you're not going to fail. You are going to fail no matter who you are. It doesn't matter. It's really what you learn from it. And then, you know, what happens from there, right? And successful people, you know, they, they know that's going to happen. They take it in stride. They learn from it. They hopefully don't have a big ego and they just take some lessons and then it doesn't happen again. Or if it does happen again, you know, something's going to happen. You just kind of keep going. So a lot of people out there, they sort of get stuck in the mindset where they're so afraid of failure that they don't even get started, right? And it's kind of this weird, you know, dichotomy there, but you have to know that you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. But as long as you learn from it, you keep going, you're going to be okay. So um, that's number six. And then number seven would be um, sort of recharge. So again, like you can go, 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 go. But what's going to happen eventually? You're going to burn out. You're going to get worn down, right? So if we go back to the CrossFit Games example, what, are the, what do they do after the CrossFit Games? They, they take time off. They relax. They eat whatever they want. Yeah, for a month, they're not doing anything. That's part of it because you can't just go, go, go year-round. You're going to get hurt. You're going to you – know, something bad's going to happen. So that's it. That's a pretty good summary of the book. Yeah, and I think, you know, what's really important is, um, you know, there's, there's a really good message entrepreneurially and there is, you know, just on how you live your life, you know, um, you know, and you've been very successful on all fronts, but it's good for people to hear that. Like, I think it's um, – you've had a lot of success. Um, I think the world of you and how you handle, you know, very, you know, uh, complex situations, um, and adversity, but you know, you, you don't even handle them the way you want to every time, right. You know, perfections and, you know, imperfection is the, the perfection in the world, right. You, you have to accept that. Um, it's really good, you know, and I think the, you know, the readers will take a lot from it. What, what, what is your, what is your plan on, are you going to get out and do some, so, you know, go to CrossFit gyms and talk about the book, uh, do some signings, you know, where can people find it? I'd love to know a little bit about, I mean, obviously COVID's got us kind of locked down right now, but we want to help, you know, I will say that, you know, you, you're going to have to get out. We want you to, this message in here is important. I, people need to get their hands on it. We want to help with that. But what, what's your plans around that? Are you going to get around a little bit when, when the veil's lifted on this madness? Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. Uh, Listen, I, I love talking about fitness. I love talking about nutrition. I love talking about training. This book is kind of the ability to take one step outside of that. And we all love fitness. We're all into fitness and are listening to this. But there's a whole other component, right? It's just mindset and how you overcome things and all of that. And like, we've never really had that. I think this is a good opportunity for that. We've never had a paperback cover, a hardcover book before. Normally, we've stick to ebooks. And, you know, hardcover is just kind of easier to get in, in everyone's hands. And so I'm, I'm just super excited about it. Like there's a reason I wanted to get it out before, um, you know, 2020s over, you know, we were successful with that. Um, I've been very happy with the feedback so far. Um, it's done pretty well on Amazon, um, Kindle. So yeah, man, like just, at the end of the day, I just honestly, I just love talking about this stuff and I could talk about it literally all day long. I'm not going to, because people might get bored, but it's what I'm passionate about is helping people, whether it's fitness, whether it's one step outside of fitness. Where, where can, where can people get the book? Oh uh, yeah. Probably the best spot is on Amazon. So just go to Amazon, look up uh, fit for success, Nick Shaw. That's easy. You should pop right up. It should be right at the top. And... Very, very, very cool. Well, give me, give me, you know, you know, before we wrap up, give me a nugget here for people, you know, you've written this book and, um, 
I've been able to experience you and, you know, your philosophy here through this book. And, you know, I'm very fortunate. I get, you know, I have access to you, which is great. I can just pick the phone up and call you and get kind of where your mind's at on something, but give somebody, give, give the, give the listeners a nugget. Like if, if there's something that, you know, is like the golden piece of this book or your mindset, you know, or, you know, something that would, would reach to fitness, life, work, you know, that could be really helpful for them. I'll give two real quick, right. if that's okay. Cool. So, so number one, and I think this fits perfect in CrossFit, but I've always been drawn to this idea, even if we go back to high school and I was like a runner. Um, you know, the harder the work, the harder you work, the better you can get. And it's the whole idea, the whole concept of just continually getting a little bit better, right? There's almost no end in sight because you just love the process. You love the idea. People ask me like, well, what's the end goal? I don't know. I, don't, I just want to keep getting better. I don't know where that's going to lead, but if I keep doing that, right, if I keep getting better every single day for weeks and months and years on end, all I fundamentally know is that where I'm at now will be nowhere compared to where I'll be one year from now, three years from now, five years from now. And that process is just never going to end, right? Like that's why we do fitness. You know, take CrossFit. You can always get better at something. It doesn't matter what it is. You can lift more weights. You can get faster. You can do more reps. Like you can always get better. Like that's why we're kind of drawn to this. So for me, that's huge. Um, number two goes back to a little bit when you're talking about instant gratification. I think the more successful people have a longer term time horizon, they're more up for delayed gratification. They know that whatever they want, yes, they want it now, but they're willing to make the sacrifices and the trade-offs, right? It's all about trade-offs for the longer term approach, right? Like take personal finances, for example. Yes, wouldn't everyone want to be rich tomorrow? Yes, of course. Does it work like that? Absolutely not. You just got to put in the work. You keep saving and investing and it compounds. And again, do a little bit each day, a little bit each week, a little bit each month. And a year from now, you're in a totally different spot. It keeps compounding. You just keep getting better and better and better over time. It's nothing super fancy, right? Like a lot of these ideas have been around forever, but sometimes it just takes a little different way to explain it or a way to say it or a way to simplify it that ties all these things together that can resonate with people. Just like RP nutrition. Like we don't have fundamentally any sort of trade secrets. Now we might have some in the app, but like you master the basics. And sometimes it just takes hearing it in a little bit different way. Because I know for me personally, you know, I just would read a book or something and it's just like one little way someone says something just resonates a little bit differently. And it just seems to stick. And then you're like, I can't believe I didn't do this before. Right? Like, have you ever had that happen? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I, yeah. I, I think that's a great message. Um, and, you know, I think most importantly, the long game, right? Like, that's uh, – I've tried it short and mid and it's – We all have. There's nothing, there's nothing in it. It really isn't, you know. But that's where you become lucky, right? And, uh, you know um, – you know, there's no substitute for that hard work, patience, process. Um, I couldn't agree with that more. And again, I've tried it all, but yeah, hey, you uh, you live that day to day. You know, and I've watched that evolution with you and your business over the last whatever we've known each other six, seven years. So, um, you know, obviously, as the listeners can hear, I'm a big fan. Uh, there is a man crush here. Uh, Nick Shaw is a is a is a great guy. 
uh, been a big piece of inspiration in my life, a big part of everything we do with athletes, our events, uh, has been a huge catalyst in our space, uh, the fitness space. Um, thank you. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, where, where can people find you and, uh, RP nutrition? Um, you know, I think, you know, if anybody takes anything out of this, read this book, but, you know, give them a look on, uh, a really practical way to approach, um, your nutrition, you know, you know, th you know, through their, through their app and, and their program. Yeah. I mean, most people probably know about us through Instagram, uh, at RP strength, uh, me personally, uh, at nick.shaw.rp easy. Nick is uh, Nick is an athlete too, so you'll get to see that. Nick doesn't. Nick's very, you know, very this very modest individual keeps his shirt on a lot. You'll see some pictures of him with his shirt off and be like, "Oh, okay, I see." There's a lot of hard work there. Nick's sh shredded powerlifting. Oh, you you were a powerlifter, right? That's how I got started, man. Like I said, I'm a meathead. I started in powerlifting, bodybuilding, and it's you know kind of morphed. I'm actually a little bit more of the I guess cardio now, but just always lifting, man. He does. He still won't use the word CrossFit. We've we've tried. I do some CrossFit. No, no, I do some CrossFit. <laughs> he would do. I, I remember just to finish. He he would. He, I remember when you were doing your first CrossFit workouts. I'd get this text and be like, "Hey, man, I did CrossFit today." And he was, yeah. He's we we can, we we tried to convert him, but um, well, thank you very much. Thanks for all you do. Uh, for athletes and you know you're such a great partner of, of, of our events and uh, it's great to catch up with you and i and i'm i also need to congratulate you on this book it's a great manual for success and um it's an awesome entry into your mind a great mind and a great entrepreneurial mind so uh, if you guys have some time please give it a read and you can find it on amazon fit for success by nick shaw uh from rp strength thanks nick and it was great great to spend some time with you well thanks so much for having me on man i really appreciate it Always good catching up. And that that's it. That's it for this episode of uh, the Loud and Live Sports Podcast. Matt O'Keefe with Nick Shaw.